don't look back because the market is closed. Good Monday afternoon, everyone. Tyler Harris here with you for today's VRA Investing Podcast. It was an interesting start to the week this week. We got a pretty big sell-off for our markets today. Most of the damage was done really right at the open. The market sold off, kind of consolidated around their lows of the day. Uh, after a lot of, lot of news came out over the weekend, and especially to the bearish side. A lot of concerns out there for our markets, and I'll get to all of that here on this podcast today. But before I jump in, it's funny. Kip and I talk before every podcast uh, every day, and we always make the joke that, and it has rung true, that I get the big sell-off days, and he gets the big updates. So we wouldn't be too surprised here to see a nice turnaround Tuesday for this market tomorrow. That's been the pattern. And uh, you know, I'm sure that the market and market watchers are listening to this podcast, watching it. So it makes sense that they're following our moves here, just giving me a little test on these big down days. But it goes all the way back, really, to December of 2018. That Christmas Eve, right after the Fed had raised rates, the market sold off big time. We refer to it here as the December from hell. Well, that was my podcast that day. I remember it pretty well. And since then, whether it was during coronavirus or pullback since then, the down days seem to line up with my podcast days. So no difference from today. Uh, And the amount of times I've seen stuff like this, very interesting that when you see this level of bearish sentiment that surrounds news stories, doesn't usually lead to major market sell-offs, coronavirus insanity being the outlier there. Uh, So the way we see it, and I'll get into all of this today, bearish sentiment is so high right now. That's just usually not when we see market tops. And our markets now are anywhere from six to 8%, maybe a little bit more on the NASDAQ. I need to run those numbers from their all-time highs though. So at most, we're we're getting close to correction territory, which would be a 10% pullback. But you can see so many of the reasons why people are bearish right now. First off, the energy crisis that we've seen in Europe. Uh, There's a lot of fear that that's going to spill over to other countries as well. India being talked about a lot as natural gas prices have been soaring. Oil prices today just hit a seven-year high as well. So a lot of concerns about where the energy uh, sector as a whole is going from here as we try to shift our system to a more environmentally friendly one. If you've tuned in with us here for a while, you likely know our views on things like solar and wind, especially wind, just really not a viable option. We're big fans of nuclear here, despite all the bad press that it gets. But certainly, as we shift to a new type of grid, it's going to be a transition phase and it looks like we've gotten a little ahead of ourselves on shutting down oil production right when we might be needing it most uh so like most things with the market the market finds a way to correct itself but in the short term we could be in for a little bit more pain there and certainly adds to reasons why our the market sentiment has been so fearful the second here being the ongoing transportation crisis as well. I'm sure you've seen the photos and videos now of these uh, ships backed up in ports, unable to unload their goods, talking to people in the transportation section sector. They're not too worried about this. 
they're actively hiring as quickly as they can truckers are getting higher prices so prices will be going up but overall things are still moving and this will get sorted out as well in our view but it certainly has been interesting following the story and seeing whether or not it is really intentional or not you know some of it is certainly due to coronavirus insanity a shortage of workers at these ports and things like that uh, so if you've got any for those of you that work in that sector if you have any information that you'd like to send our way we'd love to take a look at it as well and overall the biggest worry has just been the ongoing seemingly disaster of the Biden administration just really can't seem to get together can't unify the Democratic Party there's a lot of split still over what's going to happen with their infrastructure bill uh, I'll get to that here too but also the debt ceiling which that expiration date is for October 18th now I've said this a few times on the podcast that what we're seeing with the debt ceiling is more political theater than anything else and they will come to a resolution before the 18th but in the meantime they have to make it look like they're battling it out Republicans versus Democrats and then towards the end they will come to a conclusion that hopefully we can all agree on to some extent uh, but it, we've seen this story before with the debt ceiling they like to talk up the issue uh, make it seem like they're not going to get, come to a deal but they're simply not going to let the US default on their debt that's our view here uh, but again the infrastructure plan seeing a lot of Democrats taking the other side with Republicans saying that we don't need a three and a half trillion dollar plan that really doesn't cover infrastructure it covers all of their socialist spending practices that they really want in uh, so we'd love to see that fight continue really but it's looking like maybe they'll get a smaller package through which certainly the market would like it and maybe that's some of the reason for the sell-off as well like we've talked about here this has been the pattern for the last 18 months ahead of a spending plan a new spending package stimulus package whatever it has been we've seen market sell-offs leading up to that and the the psychology behind that is simple nobody is asking for more stimulus more spending with the stock market at all-time highs it seems irresponsible so they get a little bit of a sell-off before things look bad and then they come together and make a deal for both the infrastructure deal and the debt ceiling we see that as the most likely scenario here and then today tech really wore the brunt of the sell-off today the Nasdaq down a big 2.14 percent on the day today and you know that has a little bit to do yields are on the rise uh, and that does hurt big tech but today really the interesting one was this Facebook story uh, Facebook and all of their subsidiaries down today Facebook WhatsApp Instagram all down and the really the big one there from my point of view is WhatsApp is has over 2 billion uh, people who use this app sending over a hundred billion messages per day in some countries it's their primary form of communication so for that to go offline right as a whistleblower came out over the weekend talking about how Facebook really has manipulated people with their algorithms interesting timing there uh, so a story that we're certainly going to be following closer is really interesting Facebook at one point today was down uh, over 5% finished down 4.89% on the day today that's a new low as well uh, 
from the lows that we've seen recently. That's its lowest level since June, so not a huge sell-off there, uh, or not massive, you know, not a new 52-week low or anything, but still, that's a new recent low, so something to watch for there. With really all of the Fay names, Apple in a similar category, not down as much today, but similar looking chart. Amazon, Google is held up a little bit better, uh, and Netflix is held up better too. But interesting to see the sell-off in big tech. And overall, what we see most from this bearish sentiment that we've seen in the market is that worries like these provide a perfect wall of worry for our markets. And markets love to climb a wall of worry. Uh, that is, that's, that's the game plan, right? Get as many people on the other side of the market as possible, and then we'll continue back to the upside. And we've certainly seen it in our sentiment indexes whether it's the AAII or fear and greed, which today hit a new low of 24, that's now back to extreme fear territory for the fear and greed index. So again, that's not when we usually see market tops. Now, if we were, you know, like we are, 8% or so, six to 8% away from all time highs, and the fear and greed index was still in a neutral or greed type of area, then we'd be getting worried. Because that means there's too much enthusiasm for this market. Uh, so to see how quickly investors have gotten fearful in this market, as contrarians here, that makes us even that much more bullish. And it's important to remember right now that we're still historically in one of the most volatile times of the year, uh, September and October. And really, we'll be out of the into the clear working on that into mid-October. The historically most bullish time of the year is from mid-October to May, and then you have sell in May and go away. So we're about to enter what is the most bullish time of the year, right as we'll also be getting Q3 earnings. And there's been a lot of speculation out there, a lot of people calling for peak earnings. We're not in that camp, and our favorite economists out there, Ed Hyman and team at Evercore, they're in our camp as well. They don't see peak earnings hitting at all. And markets don't peak until earnings peak. So that's an important point to remember. We don't think that we've seen earnings peak just yet. But Evercore and team continuing to say they see Q3 earnings are going to be strong. And we still have a couple of weeks here. Uh, really about the third week of October is when we'll start kicking into high gear for earnings. So be sure that you're subscribed to our VRA Investing podcast, our video podcast on YouTube as well. We'll be covering all of Q3 earnings here. And if you want to join us to see our specific picks, we do have a 14-day free trial still going on right now. Check it out at VRAinsider.com. Uh, yeah, we'd love to have you with us. And really, again, overall, we remain extremely bullish on this market right now. And dips like this provide great opportunities for us to add to positions and especially our VRA positions right now. We remain buyers of all of those. So come check them out and see what we're buying right now as well. But we continue to anticipate a big rally into year end for the year here in this most recent dip has provided a great buying opportunity for to take advantage of that rally. So let's take a look at our markets on the day-to-day. -day. Uh, we were led, if you want to call it that, by the Dow, down 0.94% to 34,002 on the day. Next up here was the Russell 2000, down 1.08% to 2,217. Next up was the S&P 500, down 1.3% to 4,300. 
and lastly tech was our loser on the day so not what you want to see you want to see tech leading the market didn't get that today leading lower down 2.14 percent to 14,255 and we often say here you want to see tech lead the market and you want to see semis leading tech well we didn't get that today the semis were down 2.6 percent uh but again that's another group that we love here uh are the semis so could be looking at a good buying opportunity there that we'll be taking advantage of looking at our internals on the day today we didn't get good readings here from the internals but on a big down day like today they could have been a whole lot worse especially for all of the reasons of fear that i mentioned earlier they could have been this could have been a three to one four to one down type of day uh, but we didn't see that declining stocks beating out advancing stocks a little over two to one negative on the day today new 52 week highs and lows though were interesting they actually came in positive for the nyse uh did come in negative on the nasdaq though roughly two and a half to one negative for the nasdaq and lastly volume also again here on a day like today you might expect to see volume at a three to one negative four to one negative we got two to one negative for the nasdaq but closer to even for the nyse so not terrible readings from our internals today again on a on a sell-off monday like this with this much fear in the market it's a pretty good setup for a turnaround tuesday right now looking at our sectors on the day today we finished with three out of our 11 s p 500 sectors higher on the day today energy leading the way like i said oil up big today we were followed there by utilities which was interesting a group that we've been watching here closely have a position in uh was so extreme oversold it was really due for a bounce and interesting on a day like today, rates were up a little bit, 1% on the 10-year, and utilities continue higher. Usually, that's not how it happens. Utilities are the biggest borrowers in the nation. Uh, so usually when yields are heading up, utilities are going down. But again, they were so oversold that uh, we're getting that little bit of a bounce now. And then lastly, uh, for our leaders on the day, real estate. Then our laggards on the day, as you would expect, technology leading the way lower, followed there by communication services, healthcare and consumer discretionary. Finally for today, our VRA commodity watch, let's get the latest reading here. Uh, so gold, starting off with the precious metals, gold up uh, six tenths of 1% today to 1,768 an ounce. Silver up a little bigger, or right about the same, sorry, about six tenths of 1% as well to $22.67 an ounce. Copper up as well, 1.2% to $4.23 a pound. And then the big one on the day, energy, like I said, hitting a seven-year high, its highest level since 2014, uh, up a big 2.28% now on the day, trading at roughly $77 a barrel. And if you've been tuning in with us here for a while, we're getting pretty close to our price target of $100 a barrel. Uh, we said in January, 12 to 18 months so with this rally that we've seen in energy looking like we could hit it even sooner than expected if we got there by year end it wouldn't be a surprise to us here at all and finally for today uh bitcoin cryptocurrency watch here bitcoins are really our only major crypto higher on the day today up one and a half percent to forty nine thousand one hundred and sixty six folks that's all that we have time for here today Please be sure to subscribe to receive our VRA podcast every day at the market close. You can sign up at VRAinsider.com. Click the podcast link at the top, and we'd love to have you with us. Also, 
Check us out on YouTube for our daily video podcast as well. You can find us at Vertical Research Advisory on YouTube. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you back here tomorrow for the close.